Welcome to episode 3 of the InspireWire. Make sure you guys leave a review on iTunes and give it 5 stars. Also guys, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode. My favorite Mari track is there. You guys can check out a little taste of his music. Let's go. Welcome, Welcome to, to the InspireWire, Inspire a, a podcast, podcast where, where ideas are exchanged, exchanged worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. experienced. This, this is, is the InspireWire Inspire with, with your host, Tom Murphy. Alright guys, welcome to episode 3 of the InspireWire. We got a really cool show for you guys. I got a new and upcoming artist, Mari, one of my good friends from Williams College. He played with me on the football team. I was lucky enough to have him on the show. We talk about his career, how he made the breakout into being a professional rapper, professional artist and the inspiration that he he draws upon and a lot more so let's kick it to the interview all right guys so we're here with Mari uh, my good friend from Williams College who's on the football team with me and now he is a new and upcoming artist um, you can find him on Spotify and all the all every, everywhere you find music how you doing Mari yeah, you can go to my website. Um, it's mari.world. That's M-A-R-I dot world. No dot com. So um, you can find everything on mari.world, all the links and stuff. And if you go on Spotify, you can just search my name, M-A-R-I, Mari, and maybe one of my songs, 40 Flavors or Paper Run. And that's how you can find me on Spotify. Awesome, awesome. I saw you recently, actually, at the uh, alumni game for Williams. It was good catching yeah. up and... Uh, it's uh, good to talk to you again. Yes, definitely, man. It's always you know good going back to your home college and seeing old, your old peoples and stuff. You know, we yeah. get we build some great relationships there. Yeah, for sure. It was a good time looking back. But uh, for the first question for you, mm-hmm. was there a specific moment or epiphany that you had during school or after school or maybe even growing up that you thought music is something that that's my thing and I really want to pursue that even more and and end up professionally, you know, because um, everybody loves music. But you, you was there a moment for you when you were like, "This is it"? Yeah, for sure. There were a couple moments. Um, so going back to high school when I first started, music was a really great way for me to like just stay out of trouble and to keep my mind occupied. And when I started recording the summer after my junior year of high school, um, I music it became a reality for me because it was me and my two friends and we had all these schemes like thought up and we thought music was going to be the thing but then like when i started you know focusing on college and getting there that kind of shifted and music wasn't as much of a thing it was just you know trying to get into college and getting the you know job after college yeah so that was always my thing when i was at williams i used to do music every now and then with my uh, roommate marty who he played baseball with uh, oh, marty right. yeah yeah so we pretty much started all together and we were just doing it for fun but then i think um senior year you know after i had experienced everything with williams and you know just had certain questions about my identity and i just started learning more and more about who i truly was my artistic side started coming out again and this was like the um, end of senior year. I mean, I was acting in a play, which I had never done before. And I um, landed a lead role 
And that eventually like pushed me to focus on my other creative pursuits more, which was music. And so, um, yeah, it was a it was a very uh, pivotal moment in my life. Yeah, that that's that's really cool, and it's nice to know that you. It wasn't just you know, it wasn't something that just clicked at one point. It was something that you were constantly interested in, and and uh, you kept at it, which is which is cool to see. Um, and then after college, you already had a few. Um, albums or or you you had already published some music out there but you didn't go straight into professionally recording right right yeah first um that the first one higher education that was just something i like put out myself on on the internet on soundcloud and it spread out around campus and then eventually you got a a write-up and um this nescac blog um shout out to sam high who helped me out with that and um, from there, it, it just um, it helped me establish an identity as an artist. And then when I graduated from college, I started working at a bank in Buffalo, New York. And I just used to go home and record music all the time. And I just knew it was what I wanted to do. And then at that moment, I went back to my hometown, Chicago. This is October of 2014. Went back to my hometown to record at a professional studio that was um, put together some some of the top projects coming out of Chicago. Um, Acid Rap with um, Chance the Rapper was one of them that they put out. And now they're putting out this artist called Smino. And, you know, Chicago was just a great place for me to, like, get that energy, to get that creative spirit again, and, like, to really make me want to take my music seriously and do it professionally. That's awesome. So... After you went to Chicago and it really and you really uh, sparked more interest and you ended up well cur- currently you're in New York so you ended up moving to New York. Yep, I ended up moving to New York because I was offered a position here at a music production company making music for commercials. Nice. And so I, I was a composer there and that was um it was really fun. I was wondering how I pulled that off actually because um I mean I didn't have any formal training in music uh, and so the ceo like still trusted me to you know come in and contribute my energy and whatever i could do if i could like pick up a guitar and hit a couple strings hit a couple chords you know make it sound like a good song then (laughs) (laughs) you know they were all for it and i actually learned a lot with that job because i was composing all kinds of music like there were clients asking for um some something with a blues feel to it but also like a a more rocky edge and i it was up to me it it was on me to come up with that vibe that that they were asking for if they asked for a certain feeling i would have to find the right instruments to make that happen and i i learned a lot doing that and that's how that's how i ended up in new york because i had that um great opportunity wow that's that sounds like a yeah, great opportunity, like you said, where you could be working and you're also learning and honing your craft for your own creative uh, exploits. So that's that's really cool. So after that, well, are you are you still working there? I'm not. I actually, so I, I was there from March 2015 till November of 2015. Okay. Um, it was it was a great opportunity. Um, I felt at the time though I needed to step out and establish myself as more of an artist and not someone who only played the 
you know, behind the scenes role yeah. and producing music for commercials. And I think in order for me to develop as an artist, I had to like just be out in the world meeting different people. And I had a lot of personal developing to do. I feel like a lot of that happened outside of the studio because the studio, you know, is still a cubicle, is still like a nine to five structure. And I'm in this space for a certain period of time per day. Yeah. You need some space, you know, really making your own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that was huge. And, um, you know, I, I don't regret um, leaving away from it. I'd, I'd like had it was a great opportunity and I really needed it as far as to give me the confidence that I could create anything that I wanted to, anything that I could think of and bring that to life through the instruments. And it gave me that confidence and I took it and ran with it. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so uh, for people who maybe haven't heard your music, maybe you could describe for us, you know, what's the style of music and where do you draw your inspiration from um, and things like that. Just tell us about it. Uh, so I would say my music is um, soul-based rap. Um, and I, I really love, like, good beats, um, yeah. you know, things has a good drum kick to it, things with a good groove that has, like, a good rhythm. And, like, I, I produce my own stuff, and so I'm able to, you know, I have an, an upper hand because I'm able to get that done. And so um, I would consider my style, it's like I say, um, very soulful with, uh, you know, like old soul yeah. with more brand new vibes coming in, the, the new sound that's, you know, I always like, stay up to the new music and just think about how to make that my own. Yeah, it's gonna it's stuff that that sticks to the soul. That's what I would call my my music. Nice. It's like soul food. Um, I draw a lot of my inspiration from Kanye West, of course. You know, um, one of the hometown greats from Chicago. Chance the Rapper is doing amazing things. Yeah. Um, I draw inspiration from Erica Badu, James Brown, um, Rick James. A lot of people. Pharrell, he's a he's a huge um, influence on my music game. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then I I listen to your music and I know you bring a lot of your own personal experience and then you also kind of comment on our society and our culture. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you do that? Yeah. Usually, um, I those when I bring those experiences in, I is usually something that hits me in my life at that time, something that like strikes a nerve that would cause me to write that because, you know, I'm, I don't, I actually don't write a lot of music like that, but I do, you know, feel empathy for things going on out there in the world. And if something just really touches my heart, then I have, I have to like put it in my art. I have to put it in the music. And so um, one example is of that is during the summer of, 2016 yeah just last summer back in july we had the um we had the philando castile killings yeah. and also um who else it was i want to say sterling okay round down in louisiana yeah those had those happened around um july of 2016 and you know, as a result, it was just crazy because it was just like back to back, the, you know, police shootings. And I'm yep. like, this is crazy. And so I came up with this song, All America, 
and um, All America is, you know, a lot of commentary on that is me looking back at my time in Chicago, um, you know, how I saw myself in that environment, how that environment was like internally and just the, you know, type of violence going on there and how um, when you step back and look at the bigger picture, there's a lot of, you know, systematic violence, a, a lot of state sanctioned violence that are taking away resources out of these neighborhoods that cause their environments to be so toxic and so violent. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and, you know, when events like that happen, the, the police brutality and you think about how police perceive um, black bodies, then it's, it definitely becomes something to address in the, in the work, you know, especially because I have a platform where people are listening to me. And a lot of people just don't have access to this information. You know, people don't um, have a great people don't have great authentic exposure. to um, you know, in black neighborhoods. And so I I think it's important for me to kind of give a taste of it, but also, you know, make commentary on the social structures that that's enacting this stuff, that's enabling um, these things to happen in our society. Yeah, I um I think it's really cool that um, that you have this platform, and then that you're that you when you have those observations and you see things that happen, you're you're able to use that, and you do choose to. And I think that's really cool. Are there any other opportunities that you that you've gotten to kind of to use that platform because you've really gotten a lot more exposure in the re- in the past year, you know? Yeah, it's always something you. And like you never know where it's gonna come from. Let's see. I, yeah. Well, back starting back in the summer, my song "Paper Run." And while while it's not while it's not a song about like on social commentary, really, you know, it's just a fun song that I that I made, and you know, it just kind of shows my artistry. It went viral on the Spotify charts. Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching that. It was crazy. Yeah, and I I think opportunities like those are are golden. Because, I mean, because of that, a lot of people, I, I was put on the map and a lot of people like started to know who I who I was. And, you know, they go back and check my other music and they fall in love with that. It just gives a pe- it gives, gives the people a reason to listen to me. And I and I think that's awesome. You know, it's hard for, to get people to listen to music because, you know, you, you need someone to tell you like, yo, this music is pretty good. This is hot. <laughs> When you get those kinds of opportunities, it gives them, um, you know, a, a good chance to see who you are as an artist and for them to explore your other music more and just kind of see how well-rounded the message is that I'm bringing forward. Yeah. So speaking of that and how you kind of broke out with that song, I'm sure like your whole world must have changed, not just people seeing you or mm-hmm. things like that, but just... I'm sure your phone was like probably blowing up like crazy and things like that. How have you dealt with the influence of the fans and and things like that that have happened in the recent in your recent history in the music industry? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say I stay pretty level-headed about it because I'm still coming up as an artist and I still have I haven't put out the music that I want people to hear, and so I'm just I'm actually just like 
marvel at it all. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. If they love this, I know that they're going to love this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's been a, a really uh, great feeling to know that there are people looking out for me. I mean, you know, emails are coming in. You know, attorneys want to represent me and whatnot. A couple record labels reached out. And I had a couple meetings. But that when it comes to that, it's like you really, you know, slow down and think about, you know, what you're doing. Because you got to make every move your best move when you're dealing with the music industry. You want to make sure you have creative control over your exactly. work. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, so I... I so I stayed pretty level-headed about that. And my manager, he's also really good at, you know, being level-headed about things and keeping me um, calm and guiding me through the whole thing and just letting me know what's good. Yeah, that's so. That's yeah. I'm sure like navigating that new come up and it's definitely tough. And also, we talked about you know the the highs, you know, but. Being an artist, I'm sure, is like a very, very difficult and uh, strenuous profession. And, um, you know, there's just as many struggles as there are, you know, successes. So if you could comment on, you know, the struggle. Yeah, well, I mean, well, every artist struggles, man. Everybody's struggles look, looks different. Um, and every human in general in life struggles with something. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, you know, some may struggle more than more than others you know I, I try not to complain too much about my struggle as i uh, i don't think it's gonna get me anywhere but some of the struggles are some of what everyone else's struggles would be like you know am i gonna be able to make the rent on time because i'm not working a nine to five job so it's like am i gonna be able to pay my rent how am i gonna get the neck the money to record the rest of this album oh man i need money to get the videos done and if you want to produce great art um you know you you gotta either have a lot of time you know to do it or you gotta have a lot of money and it's really tough to you know do things very fast cheap and um you know with great quality it's like you gotta sacrifice something and i don't want to sacrifice quality so i would just rather you know wait out struggle a little bit longer be a bit more patient so i can deliver um great art to the people and that's the thing i feel like as you're kind of developing and making your music in your spare time and and you're working up to it now that you've made this your profession in your life mm -hmm. you kind of have to you know go all in you know you got to put it all on the line and say i'm doubling down on myself i'm i'm making an invest investment on myself you know yeah that's true that's very true i mean what you, the work that you put into yourself the investment that you make um it'll show down the line you put in a lot of work you know it, it comes back tenfold you just keep working at it uh one thing that i thought was really interesting really cool mm -hmm. that you did was the way you kind of structured the release of your music uh through i think what you called it was mari mondays right right correct yes and you also you were able to it was like each each song was its own single and it had its own cover art and everything and and you can see that on spotify it's really cool um why don't you tell 
tell us a little bit about um, that inspiration and how that came to be. Yeah, so um, this was back in, I started this back in May of last year, I want to say. I was on the phone with my um, my very best friend, Varro. Um, shout out to Studio Populi. He, like, makes shirts and stuff, and we've been friends since, like, middle school. But um, I was talking to him on the phone, and, you know, he just asked me, yo, what's going on with the project? What's going on with, with all of this music that you're sitting on? And he's like, yo, you need to drop this for the people. Like, this stuff is golden, man. <laughs> don't don't hold back like give it give it to him and then um i was like all right i relate the message to my manager like hey you know talk to varo like we do have a lot of songs in the vault how about we just start releasing them like maybe on a weekly basis and then he was just like hmm you know what that could be a good idea let's look at all the songs that you have in the vault and see which ones uh see how we can order them and then, um, you know, release them weekly, set up cover art for it, you know, whatever finishing touches you got to put on the song, go ahead and get that done and give it to them. And one thing that was really cool is I um, I did a Facebook Live episode of me, like, making a beat. I said my the task was to start a beat on the Facebook Live episode, and I did that for like an hour and then um, have that song out in time for Mari Mondays. And I only had about, um, man, if even 20, I don't, less than 24 hours, I want to say. Wow. So I had to start a beat from scratch, write to it from scratch, record it, mix it, and master it and get it out to people. And that one was called Dress to Kill. And that was uh, really interesting. And we just came up with different ways to, you know, make each release special, like with Paper Run. I had a game um, created for, for a shout to Deodi Rodriguez. He created a game for Paper Run, and that was that's it's still pretty awesome to have a game come out with a song. So yeah, yeah, yeah that that's really cool because you kind of took the traditional release of a regular album and you kind of made it your own and you and you made it as if you know each song had its own story. But it was within this theme of, you know, the Mari Mondays, which which is a really cool idea. So now that now that you kinda released that and you you had a lot more recognition for your music, have you how often do you do any like performances or or, or travels on tour or anything like that? I'm not really familiar but Well, let's see, before I even started the Mari Mondays thing I did like a I feel like I did a little mini tour in the Northeast. I played at Wellesley College for their Spring Fling, and I also played at Dartmouth okay. for a, like a Friday Night Rock. This was, I think, back in May, I guess. Yeah, May of 2016. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I performed a couple times around the city. I performed at, what was this place, Lot 45 with some of... Um, the artists that I work with here in NYC. We also played at this place called American Beauty in NYC. And there are these little pop-up performances here and there where I may just perform a couple songs. Like I did a song for my buddy um, Matt FX, who's the music supervisor of Broad City, that show on um, Comedy Central. Yep, yep. Yeah. So like he wanted me to perform um, a couple sets, uh, well, perform a couple songs doing... For two of his sets, actually, one was at this club, Rumpus Room, and another one was at 
the Soho House. So yeah, it's just like um, I have these different random opportunities to perform, and it's really cool because you know you you take the stage and you kind of give people a, a flavor of your energy, and it's wow. I don't know. I, I get really good feedback from the stage, and oh, I'm sorry, really good feedback from the crowd and they seem to be really interested in what I have going on and I can't see myself up there, but, um, <laughs> the feed, <laughs> you know, the feedback is always phenomenal. So I guess I'm, I'm doing something right now. It's just a matter of me getting the music done that I want people to hear and playing the hell out of that. So do you got anything special planned? Do you perform semi-regularly in New York or anything like that? Probably try to get a performance once a month. I think that's safe to say sometimes we may miss a month because you know something else is getting taken care of um but yeah i try to do something at least once a month cool cool all right so um like i already mentioned to you uh when i was reaching out to you this is you know a podcast where a lot of people can get inspiration you know and your music is definitely inspiring but one question for you is were there any moments where you thought, looking at the music industry and being like, wow, this is a really daunting task? Yeah. And considering, you know, when you were thinking about making your decision to go and be a professional, I'm sure there were moments where you were, moments where you kind of, you know, hesitated. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that and uh, give some advice to people who maybe have that second, that hobby, that where they're working that nine to five, but they got that, you know, side hustle where they really care about. Tell us a little bit how you made your side hustle a real thing. Yeah. So when I used to work at the bank back in um, the summer slash fall, winter of what, 2014, 2014, 15. Um, yeah, I used to sit at the cubicle and just kind of daydream about, what it would be like to be a touring artist, like to just be doing music full time. It was the only thing on my mind. And so, um, yeah, the music was a thing on the side, something that I did outside the bank. I, as soon as I got out of work, I would just go home in my suit and go record. And I just made sure I kept that passion going on a daily basis, you know. And I think just not losing that or getting into a routine where you can um, do what you love, like right when you get off of work, so it's just all already like programmed in your mind, then I, I think that's a, a great way to, um, you know, make that side hustle come true, you know, assuming your side hustle is actually what you really want to do when you're working a nine to five or something just to just to support yourself. So, um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Just coming up with a system where you treat that side hustle as a second job, essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, making sure that you put in the time and, and make it as if it is a second job. Yeah, that's a great, great little piece of advice. And I think one thing that I think is true, you can tell me if it's true or not, but it seems to me that if you put in that work and, and you care about it and then you put yourself out there and you make that first step. I feel like the first step is usually the, the toughest part. It Once you make that step, the reaction is a lot better than you may 
than you maybe thought. You maybe thought, oh, people won't, won't like this or something like that. You maybe had those thoughts, but once you drop it, you know, I feel like the reaction was overwhelming. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Um, you know what? You're you're totally right about that. Like, I'm, I can't even argue with you on that, Mert. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's that first step, you know, just being yeah. like, you know what? Like, people will like this, and then... Yeah, yeah. Just gotta have, just gotta have faith in it. That's a huge part. Um, like manifesting things, I, I really think that's real. If you manifest positive energy into what you want to do, you can really make it a reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, um, are there any? Um, I know we obviously uh, we talked about your music and and how you get where you can reach you why don't you let them know where you can reach you right now again um all right so my website is mari.world m-a-r-i.world or you can follow me on instagram and twitter at um mari underscore world underscore and um yeah you can find me on spotify apple music um google play amazon uh, whatever you use like um, my music is out there i appreciate you coming on man and when i first like thought of people who i want to interview i was like definitely mari and then and i uh, checked out your recent music and got more familiar with it and i was really vibing on all all that stuff man so definitely go check him out he's awesome yeah thanks a lot Thanks a lot, Murph. I really appreciate you, um, you know, reaching out to me so I could talk a little bit about what I do and yeah, help inspire folks because, you know, the inspiration, sometimes that's all you need. You just need that, that one little message just to push you over and to get out there and conquer whatever you want. Yeah. Get those side hustles going, everyone. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Sounds good, Murph. Peace, man. And that was our interview with Mari. I had a great time interviewing him. It was a lot of fun seeing the entire process of how it all came through for him. And it started back when he was, you know, in middle school and high school. And, you know, he's got a great gift of knowing what his passion really is. That's something a lot of people can learn from is when you have that passion, you can't you can't hold back because he was thinking about that 24-7. You know, even when he graduated from college, he was working at that bank. He was thinking about making music. And Mari's also really talented. You could tell. I learned a lot from him, you know, about how he was able to learn how to produce. And now he produces his own music. And he's got that. He's autonomous now. He can produce whatever he wants and and structure how he wants to create you know it's it's awesome because he was able to do that facebook live episode where he recorded his song and made the beat in in an hour which is which is crazy and that just goes to show how talented mari is um and one other thing I wanted to mention about mari uh, i i had a chance to chat with them after the interview um i forgot to ask him advice for young artists or anyone who's trying to express themselves creatively one thing he said that it's really important to consistently pursue whatever you really love and what you're 
passionate about and have faith in it. One thing he says that he knows that that it's not easy and there's ups and downs and struggles like we talked about, but always understand, have a sense of what your true passion is and always stay true to that. And one thing that we talked about in the episode, but he wanted to reinforce is make sure you put yourself out there and be fearless and confident. You know, that's one thing I noticed about Mari uh, and you heard in the episode how he was like, talking about the reaction from the crowd and and um, how he's gotten a lot of fans. And he was just saying, you know, like, if they love that stuff, you he knows they're going to love the, whatever he's got coming up next. So um, he's got that confidence. He's got that fire, you know. And it's really cool to see. And, and I have nothing but great things to say about him. And I wish him the best. For those who haven't heard him, his music definitely check him out so that concludes our show make sure you guys subscribe and give it a review i also want to hear more i want to hear input from you guys you know any type of questions topics anything it could be random just i want to hear all your random thoughts that's what i want to hear i want to hear send me your random thoughts you can message or tweet at me at Inspirewire Pod. The Instagram account is at the Inspirewire. My email address is tmurphy at the Inspirewire.org. And I'd love to hear from you guys. I'm going to leave you with my very favorite song by Mari. It's called Bliss, and it's a feel good song, and it's got a great beat. Take a listen, and I'll see you guys next time. Say the hood is where the money go slow. They say the world is just money this, money that. Tell me this, how you gon' fix it when your mommy broke? They tryna keep her off of social security, cause they don't wanna see you shine and go by night sure. Now I think about it, I see why my night's so blurry when it's hit after hit, cause what I write so curry. And if she knew my money, sure she might grow worried. Then tell me, get her purse like, oh, Miss Pearly. Thanks a lot, so grateful for the cheese So I can stunt on my haters like Take a look at me Oh, I know Say I don't really know nothing Say I don't really know nothing Say I don't really know No, oh, I know Say I don't really know nothing Say I don't really know nothing Say I don't really know No, for everybody in my damn business Nosy ass, can I at least get a witness? Can I get a chick with some beautiful fitness? Then have me a big girl, I think you 
shallow, got me all on the deep end, tweaking Like, is we hanging out next weekend? No, and once we fuck, you go, you on your way back home I'm on my way to the top, but y'all sleeping So many questions unanswered, like, is it the air in the hood Causing asthma and cancer, uh, and why my nephew six With bronchitis, can't touch the air that kill us yet Still gotta fight it, uh, and white men up in a suit and tie smiling And black boy up in the ER crying Thanks a lot, so grateful for the cheese They impose on these faces like, take a look at these Oh, I know Say, I don't really know nothing Say, I don't really know nothing Say, I don't really know, no Oh, I know Say, I don't really know nothing Say, I don't really know nothing Say, I don't really know nothing.